Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? Man, you really got through that quickly. I'm, I did. Uh, I'm doing quite well. I felt like the micro machine guy. Yeah, that was pretty good. You you can maybe get a job uh, doing uh, the disclaimers at the end of radio ads. Ooh. Don't you think they just speed that up? Oh, they totally do. They totally do. But now it's gotten to the point where they speed it up so fast that no human. You can't hear anything. Yeah, it's just like a boop. Yeah. I don't even understand what they're saying anymore. I know. And it's like, that can't be right. You know, that's just wrong. Definitely not legal, I'm sure. It's definitely, um, no, it's probably legal. It's just not right. Nah. Yeah. What's going on, man? Um, not too much. Oh, before we get anything now, before we do anything, I want to say a couple things. One, we do have a new member on the curbside switcheroo level, Jackie Jones. Thank you very much. I really do appreciate that. Welcome aboard. I was able to see another listener. This is crazy. Blaze Spicer. I was oh, able to yeah, see. Okay. I was able to see him. He 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 happens to work up in uh, up in the Spring Hill area. Yeah. And one of the places I have to frequent right near my house actually. Yeah. And he totally listens to the show. That's great. Freaked me the fuck out. Like, <laughs> like no shit. So so hang on. Now in the past uh, two weeks two weeks, you happen to have delivered um stuff to or one picked of them. up yeah delivered, delivered one, to one and picked up from another yeah. you know and just out and doing your normal stuff i mean not not planned at all yeah not planned at all and you walk in and it's like hey it's alex yeah, yeah love your podcast that, like, well no <laughs> it's great are you kidding me <laughs> it's awesome so no that worked out really really well so i was really happy about that so that was kind of cool yeah. and thank you everybody else for listening to the show if you are listening to the show if you would like to listen to the second hour and be a patron go to unintendedbaggage.com or patreon.com slash unintended baggage and you can sign up there for the extra hour. Um, yeah, some people you, say that the extra hours, the, the second hour is better than the first hour. Well, so there you go. Here's the thing: if you look, we have very little restraint <laughs> to begin with on this show. We speak our mind, but honestly, in the second hour, we even get more into it. I mean, we get a lot more personal stuff and name names. We name names. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Apparently, we named a lot of names last night, last week. We I, did name a lot actually, of names last I week. I actually got a little uncomfortable with just, you know, I went for, I went too far for you last week. You know, I just saying something. Here's the thing. I just don't like to, you know, uh, open up old wounds on people that you know that sort of thing you know I what i'm saying you. no no, i hear you but uh yeah so anyway if, if you're if you're wondering what we're talking about on this sort of thing you could actually go back and listen to last week uh if you sign up to be a subscriber not to mention that you get a whole bunch of free swag uh you get a uh which i think is the best thing in our swag bag is an autographed copy of my novel the cassandra trigger yes um and you get a whole bunch of other free stuff you get the this is not a bomb duffel bag which mm-hmm. we highly recommend you carry with you to every airport and TSA checkpoint you can. Yes. Just so the TSA knows that your bag does not contain a bomb. Exactly. It will guarantee you go right through the checkpoints with no trouble whatsoever. Ye prob- <laughs> I wouldn't make that, that promise. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. It says it's not a bomb. So, of course, well, they're, no, you're they're just going to ignore no, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, they know it's safe. Exactly. So so go to pat- patreon.com slash unattended baggage and sign up for at least the $5 level and you yeah. get all the good stuff. Exactly. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Adrian. Mm-hmm. Did you have Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying on your 2020 bingo card? I uh, well, yeah, I think everyone did. <laughs> I mean, that was well, on the 2020 bingo card. Yeah, right? I think that was kind of a no-brainer. Oh, you think that was like the one yeah. in the middle? Yeah, but I, I like don't. Eventually, she was going to die this year. I, I don't like the fact that you're being a little flippant about it, though. You know, what do you I mean, well, you're you're kind of being you know a little flippant about it. I, I don't think you should do that. She. Um, she was, uh, you know, an outstanding member of the Supreme Court and someone that, uh, you know, I think we, we can all look up to, you know, so her, her passing is a blow to this nation. It really is. Are you being serious? Are you kidding around? Wow. You're staring at me. I am because I'm 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 waiting for the punchline. Like like you're so, you're so Dude. like here's the thing, you're so callous on a lot of these things all the time that the second that you got really serious just then and started and like and like when you Look, when you went down the road you did I kind of feel like you were just not being very serious. Like I'm waiting for the punchline. The, the, like I, I feel like you're kind of goat me and then you're just gonna freaking like you're just gonna like you're just gonna you know just chop it off right then and there on the spot. Well, you know the, the Supreme Court is kind of a different. Because it's it's not part of the political system. I mean, really, the the job of the <laughs> well, no, it, 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 in a way, it's not. It's it's the Supreme Court is, you know, it, it, their exclusive job is to ensure that the Constitution is being followed. So, kind of, it's a it's a soft spot spot for me as far as government goes. And and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, um, you have to look back at her track record, and you know, she's done some amazing things for this country. I mean. First and foremost, I mean, probably the most important thing she did uh, was for women's rights in this country. I mean, um, her her uh, her biggest accomplishment uh, was uh, she led uh, the decision and the, the majority opinion uh, to allow women to attend uh, Virginia Military Academy, uh, Virginia Military Institute, VMI, back in 1996. And, you know, I... You can't underestimate. You can't emphasize enough how important that was uh, in American history. You know, because if it wasn't for that decision, um, you know, a total of 116 women in this country would have had to find another college to go to. <laughs> I mean, that in itself is just a, a monument to to what this woman was, how what she meant to this country. That's how important she was. She prevented 116 women from having to find a different college to go to. I think I think it's a lot bigger of an issue than that, but that's all right. No, I mean, no, that's that's her crowning accomplishment. Well, no, no, no. in fact, if you it's look at all the media, if you're changing, <laughs> if you look at all the media, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's, according to the media's biggest uh, decision, her her most her greatest accomplishment was the ruling that said Virginia Military Institute had to accept women. I mean, there was a lot more than that. But, and here's the thing. I don't want to be flippant. I wasn't trying to be flippant about oh, it. Oh, I totally was. Oh, no, but I wouldn't yeah. be. I don't want to be flippant <laughs> I, about I it. Just, Look, I, think I, just that, hope, I just hope that, you know, she did fight all her life for women's rights. So I hope that Ruth Bader Ginsburg right now is up in head, heaven looking down on us as she's ironing God's shirt. <laughs> what a dick. You're such an asshole. Look, I do I do like any time that anybody dies it's a tragedy. No, she it's was not. able to make it. No, she no, no, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Come on now. Hang on a second. It, that is the biggest myth on the planet. It is not a tragedy when when every anybody dies. 
Period. End of story. It is not. It's a tragedy to somebody. And uh, no, not it's even. It's a tragedy to her granddaughter, to her daughter, to her family. Look, it's a tragedy to them. Okay. In general, it's not. No, it's not even a tragedy. It's sad. It's sad. Okay. It's, okay. Okay. I'll go with sad. Somebody. In most cases, somebody is sad when somebody dies, but when a, an octogenarian dies, it, it, who's had a wonderful life, and and you know, just it. it it's not. It's not a okay. tragedy. I, here's the thing. Okay, okay. You know, on. when a ten year old gets hit by a car and dies, that's a tragedy. Okay, okay. I'll, okay, I'll go. When with an eighty six year old dies after a long and wonderful life, that's not a big deal. I got you. Okay, you okay. I, I think that's a fair point. That's, okay. that's not even diminishing the person by that, what you're that's saying. That's just called how life works. Yeah, it's just called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The story. The story's always got to have an end. Yeah, Simba. When we die, our bodies become the grass. That sort of thing. I got you. You know. All right. So. I just here's the thing. If you were to make a movie about 2020, I think we're at the point now to where it wouldn't even be considered realistic for everything that's happened and that's happened that's really happened in 2020. Like if they tried to make this 2020 uh, like a like a television show right. and we're in episode freaking, you know, 9 right now, getting ready to go to episode 10. Right. Like the cliffhanger of 9 of Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. Just, they would be like, I, that's not. It, it's not even real. Nobody's gonna watch that shit. Right, like, right. It's that crazy of a year right now, because I, I guarantee you that that woman was hanging on just so so not Trump could nominate well, a Supreme Court hey, justice. Hey, given given what I said, now this has become the most important election in American history. It's still not because the next president will decide who gets to choose which colleges 116 women can go to. <laughs> the next president will decide who makes that kind of monumental decision in our lives. Did you hear, I don't know if you heard this part, but that one of her her dying requests was that her seat not filled not was not filled until there's a new president. Yeah, eh, sorry, you're like, dead. You, well, here's <laughs> the thing, that's not going to happen. No, of course it's not like, going to happen. Well, they they're, might. I mean, if the, they're going to replace the Senate, the, well, if the Senate could filibuster it, maybe they won't. They can't. Yeah, it, they, they can't filibuster this one. Um, it's not a filibusterable thing. Like, there's nothing. There's no nothing in the procedures that requires sixty votes. The only way you can do a filibuster is if you have something in the procedures. Oh, it's a simple majority requi- for it's a simple majority. Oh, I didn't realize it was simple majority. Yeah. So oh, there's okay. no like there's no getting around this one. Like oh, she's yeah. She's, yeah there, there's yeah there, that well that's good that's good because now um, we will get. In, instead of uh, uh, a Supreme Court justice who wants to take away our economic freedom, we'll have a Supreme Court justice that wants to take our individual freedom away. So Probably. You know, so we'll have a Supreme Court justice that doesn't regulate our business but lets cops shoot us. That's awesome. It all depends on who they are. Right. That's the thing about it. It's the, Honestly, the Supreme Court has been pretty much useless for the last 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't really done much of consequence in that entire time. Well, other than And it's like they stay away from the big issues. Yeah. You they they def- they defended big government in many aspects. And most of the time, yeah. And and the, it it seems like the really important issues never make it through the the uh the the chain. Yeah, they never pick them up. They yeah. never pick them up. Right. Well, I think the funny thing about this is though is that this like <laughs> this is going to be such an energizing thing to both sides for for different reasons. Right. Like they were talking about having like uh, the the siege thing that was going to go on up in Washington until election day, right? And then the, that got the canceled. Siege thing, like all a bunch of people that are like the never Trumper people were going to all basically 
protest every day, all day long in Washington, D.C. Yeah, but then the unemployment money ran out. (laughs) (laughs) But what happened was is that now this like because this just happened yesterday like Ruth Bader Ginsburg died just yesterday right like you want to talk about dying on the Friday like you didn't die on Monday like you you died on a Friday right you know so <laughs> were you trying to bury yourself in the news cycle Ruth <laughs> pardon the pun right pardon the pun seriously um so you have this going on it's just going to re-energize both sides for different reasons but at the end of the day there's nothing that they can do to stop this like, like don't get me wrong I think it's funny because when Somebody died at the end of Obama's when the you know McConnell had the Senate and Obama was the president. They wouldn't nominate a Supreme Court justice. Uh, uh, Garland was her name, right? And their excuse was, well, you know, we let the people decide this one. Right but now, the now that now that it's Trump and McConnell, and Trump can nominate one with you know just a couple weeks for the election, they're just going to do it, right? Again, they're all hypocrites for various different uh, reasons. Uh, oh, yeah. they're totally, totally. Yeah. But it's still funny as shit, though. They're, they're, like, it's just like, how are you? Do like, they believe with it a themselves? straight face? Yeah. Oh no, that's oh, what I want to know. Do they believe it when they say that? Oh, shit? Here, oh no. You want to know what the excuse is? By the way, huh. let me give you the excuse. This okay. is their story. When they did it with Obama, it was divided between like the president was a Democrat and the how and the Senate was Republicans. Right. right? Yeah. They're saying it's okay this time because Trump's a Republican and that they're Republicans. Well, it's not okay, but it's just why it's going to happen. That's more like a That's why they're not hypocrites. That, that's that's like an explanation of why it's going to happen, not why it's okay or not. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> it doesn't make it okay. Why you're not it's, a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just an explanation. Well, thing, it's it's whether it's okay or not. It's whether it, it's it's it, it, there's not a question of whether it's allowed or not because right. it's totally allowed. Yeah. It's if you're going down like old, um, uh, what do you call it? Old traditions or whatever. Right. That the tradition was opposite of what this tradition is now. Oh, yeah. Well, they, that's because there was, even though government s- has always sucked since the beginning, there was at least a modicum of self-respect. <laughs> yeah, that's all, at the time. that's all gone That's now, been long point. gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, and look, and the thing that Trump did, to his credit, I guess you could say, is that he's killed all the pretense of there being any norms anymore like there's no rules now like nobody's nobody's no. playing by any sets of rules now though even like like the the perception of the rules they're not playing by anymore right which cool hey love it have a good time with it you know what i'm saying work it work it work it all day long yeah it, it just it's taking the mask off of all of it now it really has but the the, the bigger problem is is instead of being appalled by it um it seems a lot of people love it on both sides, they they just like it when their guy breaks all the rules. Yes, yeah, that's really what it boils down. Oh to. yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it, it's not. It was, it's funny that the even the people that are screaming follow the rules, follow the rules when their guy breaks the rules, they're totally cool with it. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. The whole law and order thing doesn't make it look a difference. No, no law. Yeah, look, well, when uh, when Republicans talk about law and order, you know, yeah, when their guys in office, it doesn't matter about that, you know. It, but uh, Democrats too, you know, fairness and rules and things like that. When their guys in office, yeah, just go ahead and break them. Yeah, you know. So it's it's a two way street. Well, and in, the, and in and in and in certain states that the Democrats have that kind of power, one of the things they're doing electorally is they're making sure that the Green Party candidate can't be on the ballot. Right. Like, so are they really all inclusive? You know? No, of course they're not. No, they're, yeah, of course they're not. They're, it's horrible. It's just going to be funny that this Supreme Court fight is going to be like this. It, I didn't expect it. It, just, it almost seemed like it almost felt like it was too late. Like, yeah, she'll make it. You want to know the funny thing is, 
is the extremes on both sides are going to make the whole thing about abortion, and it's never going to be about abortion. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's exactly what Because the, the, the right will say uh, it's got to be a pro-life person. The left will say it's got to be a pro-choice person. And honestly, it doesn't matter because they're not going – they're never, ever, ever going back to readdress Roe v. Wade. They're not going to overturn it. No, they will never, ever, ever overturn Roe v. Wade. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of irrelevant either way. Well, I mean, it does. But I that's will, that's what they'll make it about. That's literally I, what they'll make it about. Well, and I guarantee you, if it's a guy, there will be some type of sexual misconduct in his past. <laughs> oh, he definitely raped somebody. Yeah. yeah. Hold yeah. on. Wait, we, we put in insert insert blank name here. <laughs> rape somebody. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever they pick, rape somebody. Right. We know that. Already. We already know that. And we have women waiting in the wings for all the potentials. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because they all of them rape somebody. Yeah. yeah. I, I would agree with you that, that the abortion thing is is a, is a red herring with oh, the exception of one nominee. Who? Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton. If they nominate Tom Cotton, Tom Cotton has put said on the record. Didn't admit Cotton, I Joe. I'd been boarded long time ago. <laughs> I hate Tom Cotton. I really despise Tom Cotton. By the way, like I hate that neocon piece of trash. I, I, I really do. Barely know who he is. I know you don't. Yeah, don't he's care. A, hang on, hang on. Did you notice? I, I, I'm going to totally change gears on you here. Did you notice uh, my new truck? Oh yes, there? I did notice your new truck. By yeah. the way, it looks very very nice. It, I, I didn't nice? like it a lot. Yeah, yes. well, it's not new. It's it's uh, 2000. Six. I how think. much did you? How much you pay for it? Can you five tell? Five grand. Yeah. Oh, I ne- nice. I pay five grand for cars. That's it. Never pay a penny more than five grand because they're a horrible investment. So you pay five grand, buy a car for five grand, drive it for you know fifty thousand miles, sell it for three grand. That's like my that's procedure. Your, that's, that, that's modus my, operandi. <laughs> that's my modus operandi, man. But it's a nice looking truck. But anyway, I, the reason I bring this up is uh, because it ties in with what we were talking about, and it it actually showed to me how truly disconnected i am from politics all right okay because i'm I, I found the truck i wanted it was at this mom and pop dealership so i'm looking up the mom and pop dealership and i see in their pictures they've got like trump 2020 stickers on the wall and they've actually got a statue like a mannequin of trump sitting in like a model t a, a vintage you know 100 year old car in their showroom Okay, and it's it's a tiny it's, showroom is the wrong word. It's like a small office with a window unit, air conditioner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's kind of cool, though. It was kind of cool, you know. And and, and it just you know the the people they're it's a it's a family, and they're from uh, you know Brooklyn, and it, 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 decent people. But I'm thinking, okay, so they're big Trump people. If it can get me a better deal, I'll be in there. Like you know, I, I was thinking about going find a MAGA hat. To wear in there to try and get a better deal. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I was, and I said, if it's come up, I'm, like, oh yeah, I like Trump because he gives those libtards hell. Is that what you were going to say? Uh, I, yeah, I was literally coming up. Like you had lines I, already pre I, pre set up. I care so little about politics that I would actually lie to this guy to get a better deal. To get a better deal because I just don't care. You know, by the same truck, if they same same thing, if they had Biden 2020 stickers, I'd be talking with how we have to stop these crazy conservatives. You know, they're just a bunch of racists. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's that's how little I care about politics that I will change my entire political conversation based on, I think, if, if it'll save me 500 bucks. Because you just don't even give a I, shit I just anymore. don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't talk politics with anyone anymore. Yeah, you know, at, at most the the biggest window I'll give them into my philosophy is, yeah, I don't vote. 
that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. But but that's only face to face though, because you still will say stuff on. Oh yeah 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 on the internet. Right yeah, where I don't actually have to physically engage inter- with a person. Engage with a person because I'm at the point in my life where I just don't care what anyone thinks. Yeah, not a single person. I don't care what anyone thinks. You know. Yeah, just, which you know makes it fun. Makes it fun for radio. It does. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that was uh, actually it makes it fun, but a little bit frustrating sometimes too, though. But well, it goes, because you don't give a shit. I really so, don't give a shit. But it goes back to my point: is that it doesn't matter who we pick for the Supreme Court because it's just going to be the same fucking thing. It's always the same fucking thing. It's it is going to be funny to watch this fight. Though. Oh, it's going to be funny to watch the fight. Because here's the thing: but know that the fight is meaningless. It makes the Kavanaugh one look like a powwow. You think? Oh, it's going to be... Oh, look, they were banging on the door of the Supreme Court for the Kavanaugh one. Right. You know, off some bullshit. Like, that guy didn't rape nobody, man. Like, what the fuck? You know, what is wrong with you people? Right. It's nothing compared to what they're going to do to the next person. Because here's the thing. When you replacing... When you were replacing... Like, Kavanaugh replaced another person that was considered a conservative, you know, Supreme Court... Not a Supreme Court uh, Yeah, Scalia. Yeah. Right. Like, he was replacing a conservative... Ginsburg changes. Oh right, yeah. Ginsburg changes the whole thing. Where Ginsburg was a liberal one, and now it's going to go I, with a conservative. I, one I don't. I, I don't think liberal or conservative is a good moniker for any of those justices. No, no. I understand They're, what you're saying, yeah. but that but that doesn't change the fact that that if you look at the, and this is one of the things that you really have to that you have to look at here is that the way that society is perceiving this person, the the vast majority of opinion on it, right. You still have to be able to discuss that part of it, even, even though, though it's wrong. It's the, even it's though it's the wrong. completely wrong narrative. And that's that's the fu- thing f- that I find funny is that <laughs> the entire narrative that will be fought over in the Senate um, and will be debated in the media and at the water coolers and on social media is the completely wrong narrative. Yeah, it's basically the bottom line is whoever is appointed is going to be anti-constitutional. in one way or another in 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 some ways it's just you know i mean unless they pick somebody like napolitano oh god that would be great yeah honestly what or like a mike lee yeah napolitano is obviously far better well yeah yeah, yeah. what we need is we need to clone napolitano nine times (laughs) (laughs) send them all up there (laughs) that would be the the best way to go no, but I, then I, I might actually go back to, to being an, an American again well, or, it, or a U.S. citizen or whatever it is. But this goes this this goes the same way with a whole lot of different things that we're talking about politically right now, though, is that I feel like I'm not in any camp on a lot of these issues. I don't feel like an, I'm not in any one camp on a lot well, of no, these because things. they're both wrong. There's no camp to be in. There's yeah. there's no camp for people who put the core philosophies of America first. Or yeah. who put the 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 Constitution for? There's just no camp for that. Yeah. Because either way you go, you're compromising on half. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, most cases, there's a lot of overlap too. So uh, normally, whichever way you go, you're compromising on seventy five percent. So really, you're only arguing about which twenty five percent you want to keep. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's a it's a weird place to be at right now. Right. Especially because both sides are so fervent. Yeah. Like they're so adamant that right. when you, you know, and that's the funny thing that the more aggressive and, and more divisive and the more they talk about how important this is going to be, 
the more I'm like, well, no, this is even less relevant relevant than it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. You know, it's it's less it, it matters less today yeah. than it did before because everything has, you know, converged to the same point. Well, they're trying to drum up the fear though. They're right. all tra- and they're all trying to drum up the fear. Yeah. Like if you like with the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing, if you listen to some of the like there's been videos of reaction and stuff like that that have come out. Right. And this and and look they they interviewed Trump. Trump was getting ready to go on a plane, right? And he didn't know about it. And then they interviewed it. It's we. It's really weird. Not weird, but it's just interesting to see the raw response from Trump. What uh, that? Yeah, that is interesting. What did? He, how did he respond? Okay, so I mean, did he do decorum? He stopped. Okay. Okay. First off, so he's walking. And then he, he, somebody says, hey, did you hear Ruth Bader Ginsburg died? Motherfucker stopped. Right. And turned and didn't really, like, I don't think he, like, he heard it, but he didn't know for sure he heard it. Right. So he walks over to where the, where the, where the, where the media is at. Right. And then he hears it again. Right. And he pauses. Right. Which is something you never see him do. No. He realized, at least he was smart enough to realize, this is, don't say something stupid. I, I do think in his head, <laughs> right. I do think in his head, he was like, now's not the time to troll. Really, really don't troll right now. Right? right, yeah. So he stopped. He said, she's an amazing woman that lived an amazing life. Um, whether you disagree or agree with her, it doesn't change the fact that she lived amazing woman, amazing life. I, I would agree with that. Wow. Uh, it, it, and the second thing is, and I'm sad by the whole thing. No shit. And then he left. Way to fucking act presidential. Donald Trump. Like, might be the first time I've ever seen him do that. I think, here's the thing, because this election is so fucking close. Right. And because in the, at the same time, when he, again, it's going to sound very callous to say it this way. And the but, media all went, shit. We got nothing. We got <laughs> right. nothing. We got nothing. Because you that. see him stop, right. close his eyes. Right. Like, he stopped, he closed his eyes like... What should I do right here? <laughs> right. What should I do? And then says that, you know, an amazing woman, amazing life, whether you disagree or agree with her, doesn't change that or whatever. And then, and I'm sad. I, I am sad that she's dead and then walked away. That, I, it, 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 look, for any other president, you'd be like, okay, that's totally expected, a totally expected response. Not for Trump, though. But for Trump, that's like, you did yeah. awesome, man. Great job. Now, 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 here's the thing. So in in all the outlets that you're hearing right now, right, there's a lot of people that are just like, you know, hey, like message out to her family, hearts and, you know, right. like prayers and wishes out to her family or whatever. And They're like, God, Trump, please tweet something. Tweet something. The other side, though, right. the other side is fucking. And again, you, you can pick and choose and see this. But there are people that are mad at Ruth Gator, Raider, Ruth Bader for dying. Ginsburg for dying. Yeah. There's a woman that, like, one video came out of a woman who is just, fuck you for dying. You couldn't fucking make it two more months until the election. Like, do they not understand how this shit works? No. <laughs> of course they don't. If they understood how it worked, what would they fucking be doing? I mean, it's like, um, I, 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 I imagine you can, like, you know, influence it to some degree, but when you're going to die, you're going to die, man. Yeah. Like she was mad at her no, for dying. No amount of willing yourself to live for another two months is going to do the trick. Yeah. You know, I mean, it might help in some cases. I'm sure it does, but, but at the same time though, like you, look, here's the thing. You're so uncaring about this person that all you could think about was her not making it a little bit longer and not mourning her death. Look, 
I totally don't care about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but even to me, that's callous. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. But, but these are people that are supposed to be on your side. Right. right. And they'll, they'll, they'll just discard you as soon as you're fucking dead, right? <laughs> yeah. So many times, what, what one side accuses the other side of doing, I know. the other side is actually doing more than the other side is. <laughs> like all these arguments that you hear from the left, let's just say, right. they're doing all that shit. Like they don't care about other people. You don't fucking care about other people either. Right. Like, don't act like you fucking give a fuck. Right. You don't give a shit at all. Oh, we're not the racist ones. Yeah, unless somebody doesn't agree with you, and then you'll call them every fucking name in the goddamn book, right? <laughs> right? Like, the thing is this. You don't give a fuck about race. You give a fuck about ideology. Right. You know, and that's really what it comes down to. And to say that you wouldn't do that. Look, you couldn't jam through the Supreme Court appointment when Obama was in office because the Republicans were in charge. Right. Look, and the Republicans are a bunch of hypocrites. Totally agree with you there. But if you were in charge right now, you'd be doing the exact same shit. Oh, As yeah. As a matter of if fact. If there was a Democrat president, a Democrat Senate, yeah, we would de- we're definitely getting a Supreme Court justice. I actually yeah. think what's going to happen is if Biden wins this election, what you're going to see is this nuclear option that they have of the packing the court option where they're going to add a bunch of Supreme Court justices. And they're going to use this this Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying as the catalyst for that. Well, they're only going to have three. What do you mean? Well, right now the, the nine go nine from nine to twelve. What? You mean go from nine to twelve? No, 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 no. They're only going to have three that would potentially resign. No, 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 no. They're going to add more justices. You, That's the play. You can't, That's the move. You can't do that without amending the Constitution. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Are you positive? I'm pretty sure that's specified in Article Three. Uh, okay. We'll have to. We'll have to. Yeah. I because there's a lot of talk about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can, but it's you know. Well, if it's if it's amending the Constitution, it'd be it's, almost it, impossible. It, to yeah. Because you got to nine justices get... are specified in Article Three of the United States Constitution. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure. I will look that up. Um, actually, you go ahead and tell. Uh, keep talking. I'm going to look that up real quick. Well, so that's one of the things that they were that they, they could be planning on doing. But at any rate, it's I don't want to say it's it's inconsequential right now. But like they they're definitely going to need a full slate of Supreme Court justices. Like they're going to need nine in this election because no matter what, this is going to go to courts. Like this election is going to the courts no matter what. For whoever wins, the other side's going to be suing. So. Okay, Did you find I, something? I, I think I might be actually incorrect. Uh, the U.S. Constitution establishes the Supreme Court, but left it to Congress to decide how many justices should make up the court. The Judiciary Act of 1789 set the number at six uh, chief justices and five associate justices. So there you go. Uh, Congress apparently can uh, change the number of Supreme Court justices. I, in a rare instance, I was incorrect about the Constitution. There you go. There you go. So they, that's the that could be the impetus like this Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing could be the impetus because the thing about well, the, they're not going to get it through because it's going to require I'm sure that is going to require uh, it to pass both houses of Congress and be signed into law by the president. Well, yeah, but if they if the Republicans lose the Senate. Right. And Biden wins. Oh, I, you're talking about. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. If Biden wins and the Republicans lost the Senate. Right. Yeah. There's not a scenario that works the other way around. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I do think that Trump's still going to win this thing. So what you're saying is this is the most important election in our lifetimes. No. Yeah, not absolutely. It, it totally no, is. No, it's not. You folks, you need to go out and vote hard. <laughs> vote harder. Vote hard. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> because if, if Biden wins, we could have three more Supreme Court justices who vote the same way they've always voted. So hold on. Let me let's go into this one, though. And you, you know what? They could even turn or overturn the Virginia Military Institute's ban on women. <laughs> I mean, if 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 Biden wins, we could have uh, men only at VMI. Did you ask Bernard Fraga about this? I don't know who Bernard Fraga is. Yes, you do. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, you Thank do. you. Well played. Well, bring up. That was the uh, the, the re- guy on NPR. Remind me. On I, I know. Yeah. I told. Yeah. Okay. So we, we yeah. were listening. You were listening to one I was listening on to NPR. NPR. God, I'm senile. And Bernard Fraga was on. He is a professor at a poli sci uh, professor. A poli sci right. professor at some yeah. university. I forget which one it is. Right. But uh, he, yeah. he was on a Emory. He was a poli sci professor at Emory. It's all coming he was, back to me now. He was on. He was on. Um, on there talking about why people don't vote right right and you listen to this whole you i listen to it as well but you listen to this whole episode on 1a i i don't know that i caught all of it but i caught the segment where they were basically and that my takeaway from it was was that we had a and not only was it the uh a poli sci uh professor uh from emory university it was also um a an editor from politico mm-hmm and then the host, uh, which I forget her name, but uh, she's usually a, a pretty astute person. And it, from my perspective, they were they were talking about why America is a two party system and why um, third party candidates never get any foothold and can never win and that sort of thing and why they're not included in the debates. And they basically all agreed that America is a two party system because of the Constitution. And we would have to amend the Constitution to make it a parliamentary system to get rid of that. Basically, to fix yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 when you when we, when you first called me about this, right? And I listened to, when I listened to it, I was looking for that part because I listened to the entire episode, right? And they didn't say that it was in the Constitution, right? What they did say was is that the the kind of political system the Constitution created lended itself to only being a two-party system okay now like it almost like set the stage that this like a representative republic set up the way that ours is set up will fall into two parties no matter what that's the way that you and i would interpret that because we have a completely thorough understanding of how this all works Correct. Okay. We under, we know the procedures by which one can be on a ballot, uh, the procedures by which one's one can get in the debates and so on and so forth, how those things are all handled because we lived it. We managed it, you know, both as candidates, as officials in the party. Uh, you know, this is what we dealt with. So we understood what they were talking about. What I'm talking about is your average voter mm-hmm. listening to that conversation would come away with the opinion that a two-party system is written into the Constitution of the United States. And the only way to change the two-party system, because that was the premise, is most Americans want more than two choices. Most Americans hate the two-party system. They'd rather have more choices. Okay? Yeah. That was what it really boils down Mm -hmm. to, because it keeps coming back to most Americans don't like either of our choices. 
Yes. Okay. And that was a, that was a common theme the whole time the in whole, the show. The, the whole thing, right? So they were they were talking about why that's the case, and the way even though with us we could understand the nuance of the conversation that they were having. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you were to take that away, the average person listening to that conversation would think that. Republicans and Democrats, our two-party system is enshrined in the Constitution, and that is the only way that it can be. And in order to change that, you had to amend the Constitution, which they all agreed was incredibly difficult to do. Yes. So the takeaway from this entire thing was, yeah, it's it sucks that we only have two choices, but the Constitution says we only have two choices and you're stuck with it. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Overall, and I, I really, this is what really pisses me off about something like NPR. Right. Is that. And they all know better. They sh- they knew what they were saying. They knew how they were saying it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They knew what they were doing when they were saying that. So I, I when I talked to you, I said they either had to be ignorant or lying. And there's no way that a poli sci professor and a political editor at Politico would be that ignorant okay what they're doing and this is what npr does too many times in some of the episodes i've listened to is that they take a real thing that's going on right now and instead of finding a way to actually inform the public in a way that would make let people make up their own minds on things they are misinforming people and overlooking obvious things in order to cut somebody off of the past, basically. Yeah. Like, and cut, cut people from going... And whether they went third party with a Green Party candidate or a Libertarian candidate or something else like that or independent or, I, I don't know, pick your pick your right. poison. The rent control party, for all I give a fuck. Like, for, for them going any other direction, they basically were trying to corral yeah. the people back into the wrong way of thinking and that they were doing it on purpose. Like, there's no yeah. getting around that. Yeah. And that's the sad part is that this Bernard Fraga guy is a real piece of shit. Like, you are one of the worst human beings. Not, nah. okay, you're not one of the worst human beings on the planet, but you're really a piece of shit, though, because you're not really accurately talking to people. And I would have much more of a... Um, look, I would, I, maybe I wish NPR to be different than it is. Yeah. I really wish that NPR was a place where you could get like just the truth. Just be honest. Yeah. Just an, an honest truth and assessment. And you know what? I'll say this about half the time you do. But it's that other half that ruins all of it because you have to tell part of the truth in order to swerve people. Right. And see, that's the thing. Really, NPR, for the most part, is no different than Fox News. The only difference is they're more intelligent about their manipulation. That's really what I've come to. And the fact that they're manipulating, then yes, that's true. Oh, yeah. they, They are absolutely manipulating people's opinion for a purpose i do think you get no more, doubt about it I, I do think you get more information on npr you do yeah i like again I, out of package differently out of all the yeah and that's you, you, you just have to get through all the packaging I, no matter what news you you digest you have well, to everything's get through packaged the, in some way or another you know and and the fact that npr is still probably one of the best and i actually can't stand them because i am so sick of everything being about race everything oh everything is on npr oh race. my god everything Every- all the time it doesn't matter the, it, it, like yeah. it's a blue sky what does black people think about that like what what i actually listened to a mathematician 
describe how she can prove mathematically mathematically that gender is a social construct. <laughs> Are you fucking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she wrote a book uh, called, uh, it's actually a kind of funny title, um, X, X times Y equals something or other, you know, the yeah. chromosomes mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, yeah, algebraic. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, why can't just people be straight up? I just wish, I wish you and could every, find that. I wish NPR was that. And I do wish NPR was that. And how did we go down this path where everybody is fucking lying? Everybody is fucking exaggerating. And the bottom line is shit's all the same as it's always been. Well, nobody like it, it's so rare that somebody comes up and is just intellectually honest about these right. things because like, it, like if you're going to talk about Trump, you got to talk about the good and the bad. It's not all bad. It's not all good. Right. Like, he's not a fucking savior, and he's not the fucking devil. Like, he's not Hitler. Right. Like, he's definitely not Hitler. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, uh, but from my tr- perspective, he's pretty much the same as the last few. <laughs> and here's He's the, just louder. But if you listen to some of these other people, like, especially with this Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing, Don, go, go back to that a little bit, is that... You listen, like, it's the death of America. She was the stalwart stopping fascism from taking over the country. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Like, there's in what, what planet do you fucking live on? Right. That's why I feel like a crazy person every day. I because know. Because you watch this shit and you're like, what the fuck are you even like? You're and you're some of these people are so fucking worked up, by the way, that you're just amazed that like. What the fuck are you so worked up for? Like, it's not that fucking bad. Well, the it, it, the funny thing is, is it's not that good either, but it, it, it is pretty bad. But the fact that they're telling everyone it's so bad is actually making it so bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of turning into that because now people are getting so, so angry and so worked up that they're starting to get like, yeah, well, well yeah, it's so bad. We better burn shit down. You know what I'm saying? But I think, that, but I think that was done. Like, I know. I, here's they, the, you're, you're about to I, say that. I think it was. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> I think it was done at this point for political advantage. By whom? I don't know. Right. I. It's, I, it's just. It's it's snowball of stupidity. That's I, that's I, all it that's is. It's it is. just a snowball of stupidity, man. I just I don't understand how it can be a snowball that stupid though. Because people follow, everybody follows, and when a trend starts going one direction, it goes that direction until either you know, um, it runs into a cliff, and either people jump off the cliff or they turn around and go a different direction. Yeah, that's really what it is. We are human beings. Even though we've got shiny things and we can complete sentences and put a man on the moon, we're still lemmings in a lot of cases. And we will be herded off a cliff if uh, if we allow it to happen. Well, be herded off we'll a go, cliff right, right now. I mean, yeah, it's going right, to happen now. Exactly. Like, if you look at all the... There are still places in this country where people are locked down. Right. And have been the entire time. Like, we... Right. Look, I'm mad at DeSantis. Oh, yeah. Because he closed Fuck the bars. But, but here's the thing, yeah. though. If you do look at it in comparison to other states, DeSantis hasn't been that bad. Again, comparing it, it's it's, again, I know it sounds weird to say it that way, comparing it to these other states, because even DeSantis has gone past the point to where he should never be supported again for what he did. To have that conversation, to have the conversation that we're having right now, you have to lie to yourself so many times 
to even get to where this conversation is is relevant. And let me explain that to you. Okay, the ahead. first lie is that government can do much of anything about a fucking virus. Well, that's true. They just can't. They, they can't. Okay. They can't. Well, that okay. was the big lie. They, but here's the thing, though. But the Democrats use that to their advantage. And right. you can tell that they've used it to their advantage when you listen to what Joe Biden says right. of like, no one would be dead right now if it wasn't for <laughs> Trump failing right. at the coronavirus. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking? Just look at the data. Just look at the data. Just look at the data. Like There is right. no data that would back up your stupid fucking claim. Right. Like you're a fucking moron. You all look, you're going to, I know he's going to be dead soon. So you shouldn't speak ill of the dead. Right. But like, fuck this guy for, like for even <laughs> saying that kill the dead before he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a fucking, he's such a, he, Joe Biden is like the big, will say anything at this point. Oh yeah. Well, either of them will. Oh yeah, no, no, both yeah. of them will. Both, of, you're right. Both of them will. Right. But Joe Biden, like, are you fucking kidding me? Everybody would still be alive. Right. Well, yeah, the, the guy has no idea what he's saying. None. Just yeah. none, none at all. Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, why would you say? Again, there's hey, no. Hey, go, go back to what Joe, you're doing about the virus. Go give Joe his oatmeal. Tell him to go sit down and put on Wheel of Fortune for him. Okay? Jesus Christ, right. like, something. <laughs> yeah. Because like this virus was going to work through the population. Well, and, and that's lie number one. Yes. Is that government could have done anything about it? Lie number two is the risk factor. This, statistically speaking, is an exceptionally low risk factor. Yes. You know? Now, hold on. In all fairness, mm -hmm. what they thought the risk factor was in the beginning mm -hmm. is different than it is now. And there has been advancements that have lowered the risk factor even more. Yeah, I, I don't think that's true. Really? No, I, I, I don't. What are Just the a simple putting people on their side and uh, putting people on their fronts instead of laying on their backs. Was oh, you're talking about people. Oh, okay. Okay. I understand what you're saying. So the people who have severe symptomatic cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay. they, they've, you know, the, 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 right. the steroid shots. Yeah, it's, yeah getting There's away been, from the respirators, which were actually yeah. doing harm. But yes. yet we bought like half a million of them and spent they learned a billion dollars. The, they did learn some things about the virus. And because of that, the, the kill rate was going down even further. Well, my point was, it was unless you were an octogenarian with two pre-existing conditions it was really no threat of killing you anyway that's true okay so closing the bars had zero effect because you know not many octogenarians with two pre-existing conditions are going to bars at yeah. 10 o'clock at night hold on and it gets even worse than that because we didn't i don't think this was in the art so that's line number two that it, there was a risk well even worse than line number two though let's uh -huh. go worse than that they knew it was a lie because if you look at what tennessee did there are private emails or or emails between the government officials officials and the health department to where they know the numbers of people that were getting it from bars was low, but they hid the information on purpose to make sure that they could keep the bars closed, which, and the only potential reason for doing that was to make it look like they were doing something. And it was a, it was an easy target because no one, you have to understand the politics of it. Bars were an easy target because no one the vast majority of people aren't going to like be out there picketing to open my bar. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. because they don't want to look like they're a lush. The same for one. Well, same reason that the syntax works. It's right, exactly, exactly. And line number three is this whole mask bullshit. Another personal story. This week I'm I'm out at a client, setting up some equipment. I need a, spe a cable, right? Didn't have a cable. I said like, oh shit, I'll run to Walmart get the cable I need. Okay. Um. I get there and I realize, oh, fuck, I don't have a mask. 
So I go, I, 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 yeah. So so I, I try to walk in and and uh, I I they they like have this like the way it's set up. You have to walk in through like this certain path, which I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. So they're herding you like it's it's a line at Disney World to get into a Walmart, and there's like nobody in line. So I go in and there's this little tiny Asian woman with the red vest on, and she's like, "You don't mask, you don't come in." And uh, <laughs> and look, I'm not doing a stereotypical thing. That's exactly what she sounded like. Um, and uh, so I said, "Well, do you have any masks? Can I, you know, will you give me one or can I buy one?" She's like, "No, you have to have masks to come in." So I go back out. I'm like, "Shit!" So I'm searching my car, no mask, no nothing. You know, I thought, "Okay, well, I can take my shirt off, wrap it around my face, and just go in shirtless." Will they let me in shirtless? <laughs> and I was thinking about God because I needed this cable. I'm trying to finish a job here, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and. It, and uh, so I like, okay, what, how can I do this? So in my center console, I had a few paper convenience, not convenience store, uh, uh, fast food napkins, Yeah. right? So I'm like, all right, can I, it's not big enough to wrap around my head. I said, okay, what if I uh, poked it through my sunglasses? So I took the napkin and I like tore a, an area out for my eyes and then poked my sunglasses through the sides of it and let it drape in front of me. Yeah. I thought, I thought there's no way in hell there's this no way this is going to work. And my nose was out anyway, so yeah. it was really only covering my mouth. Totally I didn't useless. Rip, I, I didn't rip the 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 hole right, and uh, sure enough, I put that in and walked in, and the, the little Asian lady didn't say a word to me. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's such theater everywhere, um, and yet you know, I, I what I find is more and more people now are just done with it anyway, but they're still doing it. You know, you see it. People coming out of the store just ripping their mask off, like ah, I'm done with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because in order to go into the store, in order to go in there, you have to be wearing the mask. Exactly. But the point is, is I think we've gotten now to the point where the majority of people are like, "This is bullshit." Where early on, people were like, "Oh yeah, we have to do this." But now, like I said, I said this months ago. What's going to happen? is that the vast majority of people are not going to know a single person personally that dies of COVID. Yeah. And I think that's still true. And in my case, I know one person personally that's died of COVID, and he was, I want to say he was 90. I'm not sure if he was, he might have been 89, but he was he was either 89 or 90 and had advanced Alzheimer's. And three months before, uh, it was friend, uh, a good friend of mine's dad. And three months before, um, COVID even happened, he was saying, yeah, my dad's not doing too good. I don't think he has got a lot of time left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one guy I know that's died from COVID. And I think that most people have gotten to that point and they realize, okay, yeah, I know one person that died and they were really old and really sick already. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think that is what is getting America to the point where it's like, this is stupid. Why did, why did we do all this for this? Yeah. You know, and, but there's still some Americans that think, you know, this is the end of the world. Oh, there are some people that are still. And it goes back to what I was saying. It's every death is not tragic. OK, well, no, that, I, 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 it's tragic to somebody, but it's, it's sad. It's sad. But, it, but it, it, tragic is not, not the right word. It's Sad's not the, the right word, word yeah. because it's not a tragedy when a 90 year old dies after leading a long and prosperous well, you've been around and for 90 years. And happy yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. You're, you you beat the odds at 90. Yeah. You know, 78.6 is the average life expectancy. Yeah. Everything else is overtime. Until they can figure out a way to make you live forever. Well, that's AI, but they're just going to upload your consciousness, which they'll do eventually. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, yeah. So it just the, the the big lie is everywhere. The big lie is everywhere, and that's why I can't even have these conversations anymore, because the entire conversation that everyone is having is predicated on a pile of lies, yeah. and you have to lie to yourself to even have the conversation that people are having in the world. And I can't lie to myself. Yeah, you know. I mean, I did it for a long time because I didn't realize I was lying to myself. But when I realized I was, it, that was it. It's the the entire veil comes off the entire illusion. Yeah. You know? No, and it sucks. It really does suck at the end of the day. But at the same time. No, it's it's actually great. It's liberating. No, no, no. The fact that we're, everybody else is living, is, is believing the lies. Oh, the thing yeah, yeah. That, that part sucks. Yeah. I mean, it is because everybody's manipulated and controlled based off of this. Mm-hmm. And that is what's going on right now, is, is that they are using this in order to they. manipulate and control. They. The government, those in power, are using this in order to manipulate and control Admit it. on both sides. Admit it. You want to say lizard people, don't you? No, I don't want to say you lizard do. people. No, you do. You do. Subterranean don't. lizard no, people. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't, believe in, I don't believe in subterranean lizard people. They are shapeshifters. <laughs> You're such a dick. Where we go one, we go all. <laughs> I don't even know where that reference is from. but That's QAnon. Oh, is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sick and tired of that stuff too. I'm fucking <laughs> sick and tired of QAnon. I'm sick and tired of That was of a all fucking troll it. job. It was a troll job. It started as a troll job and now it's like the original people who came up with it aren't even the ones doing it anymore. It's just gotten a life of its own. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. All it's these like things- it's like anonymous when anonymous came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was that was like a real movement initially and there is a group of hackers and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, anyone with a uh, Guy Fox mask uh, making a video was uh, you know, anonymous. anonymous. Yeah, and yeah. now that's the same thing with QAnon. Mm-hmm. And yet now millions of people are following it, and the president's talking about it. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's it's all over the That news. goes to show me there is no they. It's just a bunch of stupid people. I, it could be. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I don't even know what it is anymore, but I will say this. But reptilian I'm, shapeshifters is a possibility. No, it's definitely not a possibility. <laughs> it could be. I mean, Whatever. I guess, it could, look, it's 2020, man. Anything can happen in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, I do think if we're going to see aliens, we'll probably that's probably like the cliffhanger episode in December. They're setting us up for that. You know, I mean, <laughs> they sure are with Pen- Pentagon releasing UFO footage, you know, you know. OK, so I go I'm to ready. A, yeah. I go to a lot of restaurants, you know, and now people are starting to be in restaurants now. Right. And you are I am listening to more and more conversations in restaurants now. I say I'm listening to the conversations because one, people are talking loud enough that I can hear them. Right. So I'm just sitting there and I'm, you're not necessarily eavesdropping. You just can hear it. Yeah. 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 I mean, if, yeah, if I'm sitting there, I mean, I guess you could say I'm eavesdropping, but if you're talking loud enough that I can hear you without having to move closer to you, right. Then I'm not really doing anything to eavesdrop. You're just talking like a loud asshole. Right. But I'm listening to these conversations and (laughs) I don't know how to necessarily explain this, but I don't think that the reaction that the governmental agencies were hoping from people is going to end up being what the reactions end up being. People are pissed, but they're pissed at everything. Yeah. Like they're mad and like the riots they're mad at. They're like, they're mad at all of it. I just don't know which way they're going to go at the end of the day. Right. But they're also talking loud enough to where like I was in this, I was in this Chinese restaurant or Japanese restaurant the other night. And there was a family of about 12 people were there, right? So it was kids, it was adults, right. but it was like five or six adults and the rest of them were kids. And they were having this conversation about the riots, basically, the riots and Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. And they didn't say anything that was racist, right? Right. But 
they're very angry at the Black Lives Matter people, right? And they're like, I understand you want to be free and all, but what the, you know, like, like you're robbing stuff and you're stealing stuff and you're doing like, like the reaction has been like that kind of reaction. But it's, right. But it was it wasn't talking lo- low. It was I was 15 foot away. Right. And I could hear it like the guy was sitting next to me. Yeah. So everybody in the restaurant was able to hear what this guy was saying. Yeah. And he didn't give a fuck. Well, that's the thing. When you if you ever get to a point in this country where you piss off white middle class America enough where they're angry and they're like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Shit's going down. Well, that's why you got Trump. Well, yeah, that is true. But I, I, I'm not talking about that level of anger. Yeah. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I was as I was saying to myself, I was almost thinking that white middle class America getting angry was going to be a good thing. And then you say that's how you got Trump. And I'm like, oh, you just fucking deflated me, man. Now Sorry. I'm depressed. Sorry. <laughs> we have no hope. <laughs> so much for the great white hope right there. Huh? Well, I th- you know, what I thought was funny is, too, is I'm listening to this guy and I'm thinking I'm in a Japanese restaurant listening to this guy. Right. So it's not like he hates things that aren't white because you're eating Japanese food. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that, that's a reach, though, dude. No, no. But I mean, you can you you can be a racist and like Chinese food. Well, that's true. Too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But you can. But if you're looking at what's going on right now, this seems like. And again, I'm not going to say a they. It seems like that the the system is set up in a way in which it is incentivized to continue the division. And well, it, keeping middle-class yeah. white guy pissed off because showing him all the stuff that the Black Lives Matter organizations are out there doing, which again, the movement of the pro, the reason why most people go out to the protest for Black Lives Matter is for legitimate police brutality things. However, the organization itself is a Marxist organization. Is that there's no getting around that. That organization is Marxist. You know, I, I let me key in on something that just occurred to me. As you were talking, maybe there is a they and a plan, you know. Um, Well, here's the thing. I don't see any real difference between Democrats and Republicans. And I think at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter much who gets elected. Those are two different statements. One I would agree with and one I wouldn't. Uh, Really? Well, yeah, yeah. You don't see much difference between the two, and they're both going to do the same thing at the same time. The rhetoric that each side uses is different. Oh, well, the rhetoric is irrelevant. I'm talking about the the actual tangible effects that they have on people. But because well, they both want control. Well, that's where I'm going. Is you're right, and and I think maybe the they that you keep referring to is is Democrats and people who want uh, power on the left want to keep uh, the black community. And, uh, you know, the the working class, the the minimum wage uh, demographic, they want to keep them angry. OK. Trump, on the other hand, has obvious and this is clear as day, wants to keep white middle class America angry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that is in their benefit. So maybe what you're saying is, you know, because I always when you say the whole they want to do this, they want to keep us angry, they want to keep us divided. I ascribed it to like a, you know, shadow government type thing, you know, some master planner, a Bilderberg, whatever, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, 
but maybe you're you're right and it but it's just you know the the dumbass politicians are trying to take advantage of a temporary situation and they're creating a long-term effect yeah media the, the yeah. media and the politicians yeah yeah so I mean, that's exactly and, and it's it's not necessarily a coordinated effort it just works in their best interest so everybody is do, doing a little thing here and there to rile people up but the cumulative effect is going to overshoot the mark by quite a bit. And yeah. that's then you get riots. It goes along. Here's the thing. It goes with the tanking of the economy. Right. Is that if you look in the red, like if you, if, if you look in the red states, the Republican states, right? right? The ones that Republicans are in charge of where they didn't do a lot of lockdowns. Right. The unemployment rate is still fairly good in those areas. There's some effects of, of what's going on with the virus, but not much though. Not, I mean, not a, not a ton. There's still things going on. But the really big states that have the biggest populations are the ones that are the Democrat runs ones, and they lock down. Like you still can't go inside a restaurant in New York right now. I understand that, and you you do bring up a valid point. But is it what's the cause? What's the effect? Is it just the fact? Is it the fact that they're Democrat run, or is it the fact that that population? People who want to live in densely populated areas also want that control over their lives. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's a which is which is the truth. So you're you can't really get to the root cause of the issue based on that. Well, no, that I'm, I guess you're right in that aspect. However, you're going to see when you see the exodus patterns that you're seeing where those people are where people are moving out of those areas, then you're seeing that there's you know less people want that than we're living there. They they the, the the Democrats were able to take look. Democrats were running California for a long time. Do you know? And I don't know if you know this or not. Half the unemployed people right now, like in the numbers that they're looking at for unemployed, right. are in California. Right. One state, not spread out over fifty states. Half of them, one state. Well, yeah, yeah. But that, that guy one state still has keep like things locked down. That one state has like twelve percent of the U.S. Yeah. population. But so that governor is able to wield the kind of power by using the lockdowns to affect the United States economy and overall unemployment. Because if you look at like the, 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 the ads that the Democrats are putting out right now, right. they're blaming Trump for all the job losses. Yeah, he's partially like, How can you really? Yeah. How can you really blame him for the job losses at this point, though? Uh, because he didn't, you know... Uh, because he wasn't so adamant about not locking down, but he, yes. at the, but 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 on a federal level, he that's, didn't really have anything to do with it, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, but by the same token, he doesn't. <laughs> again, you can't give him a pass on not having the authority to do something when he does all kinds of shit that he doesn't have the authority to do. He doesn't have the authority to tell a U.S. company to buy a Chinese company or he's going to ban that Chinese company in the U.S. and then ask for a uh, commission on the deal. No, no. And this is why (laughs) he does not have the authority to do any of that, yet he's doing it. So, you know, could he have done it? Sure. But he didn't. This is why, and I'm sure you can say the same thing, this is why I feel like I'm on an island and I have no... Like, there's nobody that's there's nobody in the national prominence that speaks something that I would agree with. Right, right. It's because we're not even talking the same language. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, again, we can't have the co- a conversation of what Trump should have done to stop California from doing what they've done because we're at the level where none of them have the authority to do any of this shit anyway, one way or another. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it it makes us feel like crazy people all know? the time, all the, all time. the time. Yeah. 
This is one of the reasons why I think that there was probably one point in life that JWS was probably a very normal person. <laughs> yeah, I a- think that if you watch politics, especially as a libertarian, eventually you will lose your mind, you which know, is probably why you become an anarchist at a certain I, I point. Think that's, I think that's what it is. I mean, if you pay attention long enough and you think critically about these things, you're either going to become an anarchist or just go completely crazy. Yeah. But yeah. That's the end of the show, and well, it's the end one. of the world as we know it. Yeah, for hour number two, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, get all the swag, and hear all the inside baseball coming up next.